0: You're listening to the Planet 76 Podcast, a podcast about 76ers basketball, and we're clear for takeoff. Let's go.
1: Welcome, everybody, to the Planet 76 Podcast. I'm Michael from Trust to Love, and I'm here with Troy, our, your two hosts for this podcast. And like we mentioned in our previous intro episode, this is a new podcast for 76ers News. We're going to be trying to roll with weekly episodes. This will be the this will be our real first episode, um, and we're going to be outlining right. some Sixers playoff preview. As you know, as I mean, I'm sure all of you know the uh, Sixers open up their playoff series with the Washington Wizards tomorrow at 1 p.m. We're going to get into some Sixers news very shortly here, but make sure you subscribe to the podcast whether you're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever the case may be. I know there's a ton of platforms out there for podcasting. But make sure you subscribe to keep up to date with our episodes and our podcast. And make sure you guys go follow us on Instagram, just planet76podcast, to keep up with that as well. We're going to be posting some clips and some, some various things from the podcast there too, so make sure you check that out. But without further ado, let's get right into it. Troy, let's hear it. Let's hear some Sixers news. Let's hear it. That's right. So uh,
0: our cornerstone pieces, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons finally, well not finally, but officially getting some recognition for uh, their achievements this year. So Mm -hmm. Joel is an MVP finalist along with Nikola Jokic and Steph Curry. Ben Simmons, a finalist for the Defensive Player of the Year Award, along with Rudy Gobert, who's a finalist probably every year. And Draymond Green, who's, of course, up there every year. So uh, pretty (laughs) cool to see Ben getting that recognition. Again, well-deserved. I mean, we know from watching the Sixers, and you know if you're a fan of the Sixers from watching it all year, uh, that this was expected. And so um, really, really cool just to see them get that and for them to be deserving of that. So, Michael, as you touched on, uh, Sixers are starting up yes. their playoff run in just over 24 hours. Um, I'm excited. I know you're excited. I hope you guys listening are excited. So, excited. Uh, so Sunday the 23rd at 1 o'clock from the Wells Fargo Center. I think capacity is at 50%. Is that right?
1: I think I'm so. Sure. I think a lot of NBA teams are also changing their capacity limits as well, especially with the playoffs approaching. I know the Bucks and the Hawks did it, yeah. I think so i wouldn't be surprised yeah, i don't know if
0: you watched the warriors game i caught like the end of it last night and they it looked packed it was like weird that was the most fans i've seen in a game mm-hmm. that i was like watching um but that was pretty neat to see good to see the fans back so six is tipping off tomorrow mm. uh
1: it's so weird going back to normal life <laughs>
0: <yeah>. <laughs> it is It is, and so um, we're just going to preview the series in this episode. This is the round one preview episode, uh, officially episode one of the pod, and so we're going to give our thoughts on the Sixers rotation. We're going to talk about the previous matchups that the Wizards and Sixers have had. Uh, We're going to give some notes on the Wizards, just so people are aware of uh, who they have, what they have, and what their year has been like, and then uh, give Mm -hmm. our keys to the series and a prediction of the series as well. So we're going to jump right in, but uh, first... This seems to be a trendy upset pick, if you will, uh, around the league, around people on social media. Uh, Michael, are you buying into that in any way, shape,
1: or form? Honestly, no. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of people are, are picking the Wizards to win just to, like you said, hop on the trend, hop on the wave. Um, I, I don't see it. I could maybe see the series going to five games. If it goes to six, I'll be kind of upset because yeah. I think the Sixers are better than that. They're better than a six-game series with the Wizards. No no, no offense to the Wizards. You know, they're a great team. They made the playoffs. They got hot late. But the Sixers, they're the one seed for a reason. They've been consistent all season. They're a great team, as we know. I don't see it. I, I don't see the trendy, the trendy. you know, hop on the wave. Let's pick the Wizards to, up this, to upset the Sixers. I don't see it. Yeah, <laughs>
0: Yeah, I know you don't see it. I know we touched on that in the opening kind of intro episode a little bit. You were like, I want the Wizards. And I was like, no, I don't want the Wizards. Uh, not that I think it's it's <laughs> going to happen or it's going to be the upset that people are thinking it is going to be. But um, when you got a backcourt like that, it's a little scary, at least from my perspective. Yeah, so, that's true. Hey, we'll see what happens. We're going to break that down. But um, let's mm-hmm. talk about the rotation for the Sixers and the playoff rotation. It's 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 looked different yes. at times this year. But, I mean, I got a feeling we're going to get a little taste of what Doc is thinking of. Um you know, long term, he's been noted as saying it could mm-hmm. go 10 or 11 deep throughout the playoffs. Um, so we know the starters. We know Ben, Seth, Danny Green, Tobias Harris, and Joel Embiid. That record is, has the best winning percentage even of any starting five all year. Um, and then we've got the bench. So what do we know? What do we think we know? What's your take on what it could look like for this round one playoff
1: series? So, like you mentioned, Doc Rivers a couple weeks ago, I guess now, mentioned that he is willing to go, you know, 10 or 11 deep in the playoffs. And ordinarily, you don't see teams run that deep of a lineup in the playoffs. Usually it's an eight- or nine-man rotation. But listen, this year we have some really nice depth, as we all know. Tyrese Maxey, Matisse Thybulle, Shake Milton, and then we got George Hill, and we have Dwight Howard as well. I could see a lineup of that possibly in the playoffs as well as our starters. And I could even see Furcon getting some minutes as well. Um, you know, I think this year we have a great advantage of having too much off the bench at times. I will say at times, because they are inconsistent at times. We all know that. Yeah. But I think this year we we have the advantage of having too much talent off the bench. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a good thing, and I think Doc will use that to his advantage. Like I said, I could see a, I could see a nine-man rotation. I could see a 10. I could see 11 as well at times. Um, I'm just hoping that... Uh, our bench is consistent, really. Whoever plays, I'm hoping they're consistent, because that's what we need. You know, our bench is good; it just it's not always consistent. Sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I think you hit the nail on the head there. I think that um, Doc, even coming out a couple weeks ago, like you said, of saying, "Okay, we could run ten or 11, That's that's not normal, <laughs> like you mentioned, but it's a testament right. to his right. faith, <laughs> I guess, in this second unit and, mm-hmm. and who can who can he plug and play into certain areas and different right. you know different circumstances and situations um so i mean who are the givens off the bench that we're you know barring any injury are gonna play it's got to be shake mm-hmm. dwight
1: i mean matisse and yeah, george i would Hill? say Shay, is matisse, i mean
0: matisse is playing yeah george hill's playing we we brought him here to play. i feel like at
1: this point matisse is absolutely a lock for a playoff spot yeah so the odd man out at this point, with how well he's been, yeah.
0: Who who could be on the outside um, looking in for most of the playoffs, or
1: who do you want to be on the outside I mean, looking in? <laughs> I would. Who I want to be on the outside? I mean, per, this is nothing against this player. I know you're going to say a lot of people are say. really yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get you know. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people tend to overrate this player a little bit, just a little bit. Um, Again, not saying he's a bad player. He's fantastic, especially for the circumstance that he's in right now for him being, I'm going to spoil it, a rookie, Tyrese Maxey. But I could see him maybe not getting playoff minutes only because he's a rookie. This isn't a a slight against him at all. I've said it in in the past. On my Instagram, I've said it as well. This isn't a slight against Tyrese Maxey. It's just that I don't know if he's ready for for the playoffs. And obviously, he's a great player. Again, great player. He's a great spark off the bench at times. But I don't know. Is Doc gonna? Is Doc gonna play him? He said he might. Some people are speculating that he might. I don't know. I could also see Furkan getting minutes, like I mentioned earlier. I I feel like those two guys. Yeah, those two guys for the most part are going to be the ones um, fighting for some okay. minutes. And like we both talked about a couple minutes ago, I feel like those first four are a lock. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, Maxie's Maxie's an interesting interesting guy. Uh, it seems like his best games this year have yeah. come just when we needed him to play, literally, because minutes, um, mm-hmm. you know, way back, his, his <laughs> best game when we had a seven-man rotation against the Nuggets, uh, you know, he dropped, what, 30, 38, 39? Oh, Nuggets game, that was crazy. Um, he
1: kind of kept us in, at least yeah. for two, three quarters. That's what put Tyrese Maxey on the map, that's when everybody was like, oh my god, Tyrese Maxi!" Yeah.
0: yeah, so I think that, I, I love Maxi. Um I think he's. I think he's <laughs> less of a rotation guy, more of a situational guy. If that makes sense, um, mm-hmm. you know.
1: No, I honestly, I agree. Yeah. yeah, we're
0: down ten, twelve. No one's doing anything offensively. No one's moving. Shakes zero for six. Like, put put Maxie in. Let him go. Yeah. You know, get a couple floaters, get a couple lays, <laughs> and uh, see what he can do with that mm-hmm. offense. Uh, another interesting guy that I know you want to talk about is Mike Scott, the Hive. Um, Oh, how I don't how want to many talk minutes about Mike do you Scott? want him to get in this playoffs? Zero, or
1: <laughs> I mean, if it was up to me, and I'm sure a lot of Sixers fans can attest to this as well, if it was up to me, Mike Scott would get zero minutes in the playoffs. No disrespect at all. He just doesn't provide any value to this team in any way. I, I mean it with I mean it with the most respect. I'm sure he's a great guy. He seems like he's a nice dude, but. He doesn't. Like he doesn't too. give any value to this team. I, I just don't see the need for it.
0: That's hilarious. That is hilarious. And I I would <laughs> like to disagree, but it's hard to. Um,
1: it's <laughs> yeah, funny. I mean, yes. Most people be like, "Yeah, that's kind of harsh," but it's true because, like you said, you're finding it hard to disagree with me.
0: <laughs> so the Mike Scott, we hope that he plays if we're up twenty or down twenty. We hope that those are the situations okay, when he finds himself <laughs> in the game. I think that's yes. fair, uh, but again, I I think this rotation <laughs> is yeah. going to be interesting. I'm really excited to see what it's going to look like tomorrow, uh, whether he goes nine ten, whether we see Maxi or not. I think that's going to be uh, key, and we'll see if he he thinks if he agrees with us. If you think Maxi is mm-hmm. a situational guy or a rotation guy, um, so the Sixers have played. Mm-hmm three times against the Washington Wizards. You remember that game way back on opening night?
1: When Bradley Beal went off? Or was that a that different was the game? Second I think that game. was a different yeah. game actually.
0: Oh, we know the opening
1: night game. Yeah, I do remember
0: yep. that. a couple days before Christmas, opening night, Sixers win 113-107 mm-hmm. and Beat had 29 and 14. It was a pretty good game. Obviously a six-point game, but fourth quarter was was mm-hmm. close um Sixers kind of pulled away if I recall at the end um then the game you're talking about Sixers Wizards January 6th still way back early season 141 136 for the Sixers Embiid had 38 in that one but um he was outshined by Bradley Beal who dropped a 60 burger in that game you remember that one
1: that was crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. That's the that's the game I was talking about a couple minutes ago and I mixed the two up. Yeah. But that game was crazy. That was wild. 60 and the Sixers still won.
0: <clears throat> and then a uh, couple months ago in March. Defense. Yeah. Couple months ago in mm-hmm. March, Sixers 127. This was the only blowout in the three-game series, Sixers winning 3-0. Sixers mm-hmm. 127, Wizards 101. Um, ben Simmons did not play in that one that was the only time that the Sixers were missing someone from their starting lineup in the three matchups, uh, shake and Korkmas both had 18 off the bench, uh, kind of carrying. I think Embiid only had low twenties, Tobias had under 20. Um, but a couple of things to note with that is that Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook played in all three of these matchups, um, which is important. You know, we, we've seen them at their best. Um, and beat average 30 across right. these three matchups. Bradley Beal 37, but he lost all three games. So, what's your take wow. on like wow. the Sixers can allow Bradley Beal to average 45 and win this series in five games? Like what do you think that is there a number for Bradley Beal that he, we can give him?
1: Honestly, the way I see it is if you if you're letting if Bradley Beal is given you 40 a night, and you and you just nobody else is scoring at that point you just let Bradley be able to do what he want, do what he's gonna do because in any situation where there's a really good scorer or a great scorer most of the time they're gonna get they're gonna get their points they're gonna get their 30 35 40
0: yeah. so
1: you just have to worry about everyone else at times you know there are exceptions but you don't have to worry about everyone else not getting high. You know, we don't want Davis-Burtons making five threes in the first quarter. We don't want, you know, Russell Westbrook just steamrolling through the paint and, and dropping like 25 in the first half. Yeah. Things like that, little things like that. Bradley Beals is going to get his. It's just everyone else is going to have to, we're going to have to put a stop to everyone else. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that, whew, I don't know how I don't know what the number is, but you know, mm. again, a I mean, scorer like Bradley Beal, you, you're going to give him points, especially in the playoffs, especially when he knows he's exactly, that guy. Exactly. So again, it does matter the supporting cast, and that's actually and he hasn't
1: been to the playoffs in a while, yeah. so he's he's ready. Yeah,
0: that's actually encouraging to me though that Bradley Beal averaged 37 against us and lost all three times. Um, you know, it, it's really cool <laughs> that he didn't, you know, win when he when he dropped 60 points. Um, yeah. So that's encouraging. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just is. Even though we mm-hmm. gave up 37, but we won all three, and he played well. Um. Again, across that series, or across those three games, in 12 quarters, just to kind of show you how bad the Wizards' defense is, the Sixers had dropped 40-plus twice across those 12 quarters, once in game one, once in game two. So two quarters of 40-plus. Mm-hmm. And the only game I, – I looked this up the other day. The only game they did not have – a 40-point quarter, they had four 30-point quarters. So game three, back in March, they had 32, 31, 31, 33, very consistent four quarters, and that was the blowout win. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're going to score 30 points every quarter, you're going to win a lot of
1: basketball games in the NBA. Yeah. Because that's, I think, I'm not sure what the above average points per game is for the NBA, Mm -hmm. but... 120 is a pretty solid number. I'd have to think that's above average. So if you're scoring that, if you're the Sixers and you're scoring that every night for, or most nights, you're gonna like you said, you're gonna win most games. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think that would that would put them in first. I think the league lead is like around 118 or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but just kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, they had monster, monster performances offensively. The least amount of points they scored against the Wizards was 113. Um, so look for the Sixers mm-hmm. to get a lot of production. On offense, uh, yeah. shouldn't have too many trouble scoring. We touched on that a little bit with who the heck is going to guard Joel Embiid, um, but why don't you walk us through, mm-hmm. you know, just for everybody to know, um, what do we want to know about the seven about the Wizards? Sorry, um, what do we need to know about them?
1: Well, I mean, for starters, I think I mentioned it. I may have mentioned it earlier in this episode, but they've gotten hot since the All Star break, since April, um, while well, the All Star break was in. March, but you know what I mean. End of March, early April, they've gotten hot. They've been eighteen and seven since then. And they were a five hundred team before that. Um yeah. you know, they were they were under five hundred actually. And they <laughs> Yeah, they stormed all the way back to, to get into the play in and then get into the playoffs. Yeah. So, you know, you gotta admire that from the Wizards, especially with Russell Westbrook and obviously Brad DeVille as well. That's a really nice backcourt. Arguably top five backcourt, but we won't get into that. Um, <laughs> obviously you got um the you know backcourt of Russ of Russ Westbrook and Bradley Beal. I can't talk for a second. Um and they're starting line lineup. Rui Hachimura, Alex Len, uh, Raul Nito, former sixer. I'm hoping MB drops fifty on him real quick. <laughs> um I do like Rui Hachimura, so I could uh yeah. I'm enjoying watching I'm I'm honestly enjoying watching the Wizards, honestly. Yeah. Um and they have a solid bench, Ish Smith, Davis Bertans, Daniel Gafford, Robin Lopez. I don't know I feel I think Daniel Gafford may start at times. Um, Because he's been playing really well recently. And people are like, oh my god, the Embiid stopper's here. Daniel Gafford. (laughs) But it's like... Are you serious? Yeah, he Are has been playing well. I think he battled injury <laughs> this year. Do you really think he's going to stop
0: Embiid? Yeah, he 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 was injured for a little bit. He's back and playing probably the best. I Actually, saw a note on that when I was when I was looking up the Wizards. They said that he's playing the best out of their centers. Mm-hmm. They're not sure why he hasn't gotten the nod. Maybe he yeah. will tomorrow uh, to get to lead the team in minutes. Yeah, Again, maybe he will.
1: Maybe maybe he'll be the Embiid stopper. Maybe yeah, maybe he'll, he'll hold Embiid to thirty five. Maybe <laughs> maybe Embiid will drop thirty instead of forty. Who knows? <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, how
0: funny is it that <laughs> um, they got guys like Howell Neto and Ish Smith? Howell Neto and Ish Smith, both both former Sixers, and Howell hmm. Neto is a starter on a playoff team. Like what?
1: That's crazy. They've those two have been on almost every team in the league combined. <laughs> I think Ish Smith has been everywhere. Yeah. I'm really surprised he's still putting up some nice production. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That that's hilarious. But. Um, The Wizards are third in the NBA in points per game uh, with 116, a little over 116 uh, for reference. Sixers put up Mm -hmm. 113.6 a game, which is good for 14th. Uh, It's only a couple points spreading from top of the league to middle of the pack. Uh, The Wizards and why you're like, okay, they're third in the league in scoring. Mm. Why do they (laughs) suck? Or why are they below 500? They're last in the NBA in points per game uh, given up. At a hundred and eighteen and a half, every time out on the floor, they almost give up one twenty. That's nuts. Yeah, (laughs) that's nuts.
1: Can't win like that.
0: So uh, obviously, it's improved a little bit during this last twenty-five game stretch that they've been on. uh, Eighteen and seven. Again, that uh, that goes to why people are saying this is a a potential upset pick. Um, However. Yeah, they haven't. I looked at like okay, twenty five games. They're eighteen and seven. Who have they played? Not that overly impressed. I'm actually gonna look at it right now. Um, just not that impressed with who they've beaten. They beat a couple good teams in the mix, but along with the good teams that they've beaten, you got teams like the Raptors, teams like the Cavaliers, teams like the Cavaliers again, Detroit, Sacramento uh orlando so not great teams (laughs) yeah the best team they beat the lakers obviously short-handed lakers way back uh end of april uh they lost Mm -hmm. to the bucks beat the warriors twice in that span so warriors were fighting for a playoff spot too uh lost to the hawks twice um so i don't know off top of my head how many of these teams are playoff teams but not a ton oklahoma city thunder they beat like they were beaten up on some yeah, bad teams many. but hey playoff teams are supposed to beat bad teams so and they they got they were able to get that right. job done um but 18 and 7 in the last 25 props to them props for getting into the playoffs so let's give some keys to the series Let's talk about what we think mm-hmm. um, is going to be important. Um, you got anything for the people to watch for? What's going to be important to a Sixers? Uh, keys, maybe even some keys for the Wizards to see if they can steal a couple games.
1: Right. So we have the Wizards. Obviously, we've been talking about it this whole episode, but we have Ross and Bradley Beal. Again, arguably a top five backcourt in the league. We won't get into that right now. I'm a Ross Westbrook fan, so that's why I'm yeah, saying yeah, that. yeah. Um, Got You know, obviously, you gotta watch out for those guys. Both can score at a pretty high clip. Obviously, more Beal than Westbrook, but you know, both are, both can score very well. Um, who does, who's Ben Simmons' guard? Who do we think Ben Simmons is probably going to guard? I would say probably Beal, but again, there will be times where he gets switched off of Beal, or he's out of the game, and Beal is on a hot streak, or just any situational defense that occurs. Um I have to say Beal obviously he will probably guard Russ a little bit yeah. too. Yeah,
0: I think I agree. I think he'll start oh, on Beal. I would have to say Beal. Um I yeah. obviously another person that's going to see Bradley Beal a lot is going to be Matisse. Uh, Matisse has had limited yeah. time against him. I think he he held him to sub 500 shooting in the three matchups, but um you know I, I, and I think if Ben and Brad Ben and Matisse are both in the game while Bradley Beal is, uh, Matisse might get some of that action. You know, it just depends on the situation, but you got to think. Yeah,
1: Matisse is a Matisse is great guarding guards. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I think that'll help Ben too. Just to take some pressure off of him when Matisse is mm-hmm. in. Um, you for know, sure. Maybe you put Ben on a Rui Hachimura. You said that he's he's good, and he is. Um, you know, Ben might be the best matchup for for mm-hmm. Rui. Um, so it'll be it'll be it'll be fun to watch. You know, the Ben and Matisse matchups against Bradley Beal. Definitely. Uh, Danny Green against Russell Westbrook, Ooh, uh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but then you've got Embiid. Let's talk about Embiid and what he's done to centers this year. Mm. Um, phenomenal. And now you got guys like Alex Land, Robin Lopez, and yep. Daniel Gafford. What do you what if you're if you're the coach of the Wizards? What do you say to those guys?
1: If I'm Scott Brooks and I have to throw Alex Len or Robin Lopez at Joel Embiid, I may as well just let Embiid score because again, I mean it in the most respectful way. But Robin Lopez and Alex Len are trash. It's just not happening. Embiid is going to steamroll these players. And I mean again, I mean it with the utmost respect. But Embiid's going to steamroll the, these players. It, it's – if I'm Scott Brooks, I might want to triple-team Embiid because – but hey, even if, if you triple-team him, he's going to pass out, out of it because he's become a much better passer this yes. year. So I would say good luck to you, Scott <laughs> Brooks, because I don't know what you're going to do. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do, you man. said
0: steamroll and respectfully in the same sentence. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you say to those guys. I don't know what you do. Um, again, yeah, he'll he'll see different looks. He'll see different doubles. He'll see triples. He'll see a bunch of different stuff. Yeah. But what you said sure. in beats passing in this year, and I think Doc and uh, Daryl Morey have set him up to have success. You know, passing this year simply because mm-hmm. it's he's not passing to Al Horford. Yeah, he has options this year to pass yeah, out to. He's not passing to Josh Richardson, who's going to dribble mm-hmm. five times and then take a mid range. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he's passing to guys who are going to get a <laughs> shot at. Yeah. Uh you got Steph Curry, you got Danny or Seth Curry, I wish it was Steph Curry. You got Seth Curry and you got Danny Green who's I think the best shooter from the <laughs> corner this year. Um it's it, it's phenomenal. Mm, it's phenomenal. And and that is a huge yeah. key as to why the Sixers have the one seed this year is because of the supporting cast around Embiid and the fit. Um which you and I have talked about a little bit before, but the fit between Embiid Ben Simmons and the guys around them, the pieces around them. Shout out to Tobias Harris. We haven't talked about him much this episode, uh, but he's had a tremendous season. All right, so we're going to continue with some keys of the series, and uh, we're going to do a segment here to end the episode called Hot Takes, or no, 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 not Hot Takes, Rapid Fire with Trust the Love. So I'm going to ask you a question. and You're going to tell me what you think very quickly on the series. So first one, who is going to average more points during the series Bradley Beal or Joel Embiid
1: I'm going to go I'm going to go Bradley Beal All
0: right Will Matisse who will have more steals or total field goals made in the series Mm steals Okay all right Westbrook averages over or under 11 assists per game
1: I'm going to say under
0: Under okay I like that How many games does Mike Scott play in in this
1: series uh hopefully one
0: (laughs) hopefully one hopefully it's a blowout too all right and last but not least how many games will
1: this series last what's the prediction five that's it five i want to say four but that's that's, i feel like that's too much i'm gonna say five six percent five let's go Sixers
0: and five. Let's go. (laughs) That's rapid fire with trust to love. Hey, we're we're kicking off round one, 76ers and Wizards tomorrow, one o'clock, or wherever you're listening to this, hopefully Saturday. Mm -hmm. If you're getting a preview in on a Sunday morning, maybe it's game day for you Mm -hmm. and you're listening. Um, We're ready to roll. Uh, Sixers, Wizards, tomorrow, first round action. Let's go. This is the episode, episode one of Planet 76 podcast. Uh, We will see you next time. You just listened to an episode of the Planet 76 podcast. Hey, we appreciate you joining us for this episode. Whatever platform you're on, why don't you hit that subscribe button for us, and we'll see you next time.